0: progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law
1: and very pleasant good morning everybody as always good to be back with you this is the marlins rewind and last night at citizens bank park the marlins and the phillies played game two of their three-game weekday series sandy alcantara took the ball for the marlins in game two he went opposite of the veteran right-hander noah Syndergaard. and with the recap as always here is glenn geffner
2: a real gut punch of a loss for the Marlins and for the Phillies. A great win, an important win, as they managed to score three runs against Sandy in the bottom of the eighth and come from behind to beat Miami 4-3 here tonight on a night in which Sandy was in absolute control through seven. Just could not get out of that eighth inning, and the Phillies have won the first two games of this series. Philadelphia improves to 8-4 and four on the season now against the Marlins, having won... Seven of eight after the Marlins won three of the first four. Sandy Contreras started against Noah Syndergaard in this ballgame, and we were scoreless into the top half of the second inning when JJ Blade let off with a single. He had a big night tonight three hits and a walk on base all four times. Blade singled, took second base on Charles LeBlanc single. Marlins first and second, nobody out. Brian De La Cruz lined to second for the first out. Lewin Diaz hit into a fielder's choice. LeBlanc was erased at second base. Marlins had Diaz at first. Blade at third with two outs in the second inning. They needed a clutch hit from Jacob Stallings, and the Marlins catcher delivered. Right-handed batter stands right up on top of the plate. Syndergaard delivers. There's one blooped into center field, sinking quickly, and down for a big two-out hit. In to score Blade Jacob Stallings delivers, and it's 1-0 Marlins in the second. They would extend the lead against Syndergaard in the fourth inning, and it happened very quickly. J.J. Bladet led off with a triple. Man at third, nobody out. The infield pulled in for Charles LeBlanc. The 3-0, he's got the green light, and he lifts a fly ball into shallow right center field. It's going to get down for a hit. Bladet's in to score, and it's 2-0 Marlins. LeBlanc delivers. He's 2-for-2 two two tonight. He has 15 hits in his first 10 Major League games. That's most in Marlins history. And Sandy's take to that two-run lead was cruising along through the first three innings, nine up, nine down on 28 pitches, 24 strikes. In the fourth inning, Kyle Schwarber was ruled sucked from the replays we saw as though Schwarber was most likely out at first base, but the call stood. So Schwarber, an infield hit, and the Phillies had their first hit, the first base runner to start the fourth inning with Reese Hoskins coming up. He popped a shortstop. Schwarber then stole second base with Alec Boehm batting. Boehm grounded to third base, and Sandy struck out J.T. Ramuto, ending that fourth inning, keeping it 2-0 Miami. Alcantara then worked a 1-2-3 fifth inning, and at that point, going back over his last three starts, he'd worked a total of 15 consecutive innings without allowing a run, but pitching with a 2-0 lead and through five on 45 pitches, that uh, streak would end for Sandy in the sixth inning, And it ended in unusual fashion. Bryson Stott, the light-hitting shortstop, in tonight at 2 4 He had been 2-for-31 against the Marlins when he came to the plate in the sixth inning. He'd been 0-for-10 all time against Sandy, but he uh, he drew a walk on four pitches to begin that sixth inning. Brandon Marsh then a fly ball to center for the first out, but with Stott at first and one down, it was back to the top of the order and Kyle Schwarber. There's a ball in the air out to left center field Racing over Bleday. he's not going to get there It's going to go to the wall They're going to wave Stott, he's coming toward the plate And he'll score on a double by Schwarber And it's a 2-1 game Sandy's consecutive scoreless inning streak ends at 15 in a row But he would leave Schwarber at second base Striking out Reese Hoskins looking And getting Alec Bowman a fly ball to the warning track And right to make it through 6, Marlins 2 And the Phillies won. The sixth inning was Noah Syndergaard's final inning in this game. He allowed six hits and two runs tonight. Walked two, struck out four. 95 pitches, 60 strikes. Brad Hand, the first man of the Phillies bullpen, pitched a one-two-three top of the seventh. In the bottom of the seventh, Sandy retired the side in order, and he did it on seven pitches. Let's look at Sandy's first seven innings here tonight. A 10-pitch, seven-strike first. A 10-pitch, 10-strike second. An 8-pitch, seven-strike third a 12-pitch, 8-strike, 4th inning, a 5-pitch, 4-strike, 5th inning, then a 19-pitch, 11-strike, 6th, and a 7-pitch, 6-strike, 7th inning. He was through 7 with a 2-hitter and a 2-to-1 lead, and he had thrown 71 pitches, 53 strikes through 7 tonight. Andrew Bellotti came on in the 8th for the Phillies, And the Marlins added what seemed to be a massive insurance run. With one out, Miguel Rojas singled, but he was picked off, caught stealing by Belotti for the second out. But the Marlins didn't go quietly in that eighth inning. Garrett Cooper ripped a double to right center field. Marlins pinch ran Billy Hamilton, manned second two outs in the eighth inning for the rookie J.J. Bladé. The 1-0 pitch is in the air, well hit right center, Castellanos back, way back, it's over his head and off the wall, Hamilton will score, J.J. bladay has got three hits in the game for the first time as a big leaguer and it's 3-1 Marlins, a huge add-on run in the eighth. Bledet with a single, a double, a triple, a walk at an RBI and he scored two runs, he was responsible for all three Marlins runs in this ball game, scoring to himself and knocking in the third so a big night for Blade and a 3-1 lead headed to the bottom of the eighth and look the Phillies are a really good offensive team fifth in baseball in runs scored per game they got several very hot hitters in their lineup but the way Sandy was going through seven with a 2-1 lead into the eighth it felt like this game was over but it wasn't Gene Segura with a swinging bunt hit to begin the bottom of the eighth inning he hit a slow roller up the third base line Charles LeBlanc's only play was to let it roll and hope it would go foul. It came to a stop, maybe an inch to the right of the third-base foul line, about 80 feet up the line. So Segura, the swinging bunt single. It was just the third Phillies hit in the game. Bryson Stott then with a single to center field, putting men at first and second, and down by two. The Phillies have the tying man on, the go-ahead man coming up. Nobody out in the eighth inning for the number nine man, the newcomer from the Angels, Brandon Marsh. 0-2, he's swinging away, back up the middle, and into center field for a hit. Segura is going to be waved toward the plate, headed to third base, Stott. It's a one-run game again, 3-2. to two. He couldn't get the bunt down, but Mars delivers an RBI single. He had twice tried to drop down a sack bunt. He failed, but he does better than that. He singles home Segura, got Stott to third, first and third. Still nobody out, and it was back to the top of the order for the league's home run leader, Kyle Schwarber. Schwarber, the batter, tying man at third, and first ball hitting, line drive to right, we're tied at three. That's going to score Snot. Marsh headed for third base, the throws into second, and four straight hits for the Phillies to begin the eighth, have even the score against Sandy. And they were on the verge of taking the lead, first and third, nobody out. The Marlins pulled the infield in, they caught a huge break when Reese Hoskins hit a broken bat line drive towards shortstop. Miguel Rojas left his feet. He pulled it down for the first out in the inning. And Brandon Marsh strayed too far off of third base. Mickey threw behind them. And though he was initially ruled safe diving back to the bag by Brian Knight, on the crew chief review, the call was overturned. It was a line drive double play. So suddenly there were two outs in the inning. The go-ahead man was no longer at third base. You had a runner at first, Schwarber, with two outs in the eighth inning. Still a chance to escape for Sandy, but Alec Bohm singled. Schwarber, on the ball out to right field, aggressively went to third base, putting men at the corners. And the former Marlin, and now a Marlins killer, J.T. Romito was the next man to the plate for the Phillies. Pitch on the way, hot smash in the left, a base hit to put the Phillies on top. That'll score Schwarber, and it's 4-3 Philadelphia. A big fist pump at first base by Real Muto. They have six hits in the inning against Alcantara. They've scored three times in the eighth to turn this game around. Six hits in the span of seven batters after Sandy had allowed only two hits in seven innings here tonight. He could not get out of the eighth inning. That Real Muto hit ended Sandy's night. Anthony Benner came out of the bullpen, got Nick Castellanos to line to second, finally ending the eighth. But the damage was done, and the Phillies had a 4-3 lead. For Sandy tonight, seven and two-thirds innings. The eight hits allowed, six in the eighth inning. The eight hits total, matching the most he's allowed in the game this year. Charged with four runs, all earned. Walked one, struck out four, through 91 pitches, 66 strikes. For Sandy, his season ERA climbs to 2.01 with the four runs allowed over seven and two-thirds innings here tonight. The last time his earned run average was at two. It was right at two. Uh, It was back in May, May 28th. He was right at 2.00, last above two as it is right now at 2.11 on May 22nd. And while the Phillies pushed three runs across in the eighth. The Marlins still had a shot in the ninth inning, but it would not be easy against the Phillies' closer, Sir Anthony Dominguez. Brian De La Cruz struck out for the first out. Lewin Diaz grounded into the shift for the second out. He was out 6-3. to And with two outs, down a run, down to their final out. Don Mattingly sent pinch hitter Jesus Aguilar to the plate, hoping to maybe catch lightning in a bottle and tie this game up on one big swing against Dominguez. Dominguez, the 2-2. Aguilar, swing and a miss. He struck him out with a 98 mile per hour fastball. And the Phillies have come from behind to shock Sandy and the Marlins tonight. 4-3 the final here at Citizens Bank Park. For the Marlins who played more one run games than anybody in baseball, their 24th one run loss of the season, most in the majors. They're now 19 and 24 in 43 one run games. And while a lot of them have stung, can't think of many that are gonna sting worse than this one the way Sandy was cruising through seven before things unraveled in inning number eight. So the Phillies take it 4-3 for Philadelphia. Four runs, eight hits, no errors, four left. For the Marlins, three runs, nine hits, no errors. They strand five. Andrew Bellotti, the winning pitcher, three and three. Sandy Alcantara, the loser, 10 and five. Sir Anthony Dominguez with his eighth save of the season. This one took two hours, 38 minutes to complete. Phillies have won seven straight, second longest winning streak of the year. They won nine in a row between June 1st and June 11th. The Phillies now have won 12 of 13. They're 6-0 on their homestand, which wraps up here tomorrow. Philadelphia overall 62-48. Phillies are 14 games over 500 for the first time since August of 2018, and they improved to 32-25 and 25 here at home. As for the Marlins, they're 1-4 on their road trip, which wraps up here tomorrow. They dropped 2-3 in Chicago, and will hope to salvage a finale here against the Phillies at 105 tomorrow afternoon. Marlins have dropped nine of eleven, and they are now ten and twenty-one over the last thirty-one games, beginning July sixth. Marlins scoring a total of seventy-three runs in those thirty-one games. With the loss tonight, Marlins are twelve under at forty-nine and sixty-one. They fall twenty-three games behind the first-place Mets in the NL East. They dropped to twenty-six and thirty-three on the road, and they're four and eight against the Phillies. They've lost four or five in this ballpark, and after winning three out of the first four against the Phillies this year. Miami now won in seven in the last eight games against this NL East rival. The Marlins and Auto Nation are working together again this year to strike out cancer in our communities. Every time Marlins pitcher records a strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to Auto Nation's Drive Pink Initiative to support cancer research. Tonight, a total of four strikeouts. That means $100 from the Marlins to Auto Nation's Drive Pink Initiative for the season. 954 punchouts, $23,850 from the Marlins. To the AutoNation Drive Pink Initiative,
1: a stunning turn of events late in last night's ball game. Let's hear from Sandy Alcantara after the Marlins' four-to-three setback. You were
3: kind of jumping. you was kind of playing to your advantage, especially through seven innings
4: tonight. Oh, first of all, I just want to say thank you God for let me keep helping in the game. I mean, I don't know what happened there. You know, I mean, I was strong, stride, You know, I was throwing my best pitch. You know, but they got me tonight. You know, and they win.
3: In the eighth inning, you're speaking of.
4: Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's kind, of, it
3: kind of shocking to everybody, probably yourself, more than anybody, because you really had them controlled through seven innings in this game.
4: Yeah, like I said, you know, I was trying to strike, I was trying my best pitch, you know, but I mean, I got to watch the video, you know, and see if I was stupid or not, you know, but I got to keep positive.
1: And just men- just mentally, what was that like as they get a hit, they get another hit, they get another hit? What are you doing to try to stay calm and do what you can to try to get out of that inning?
4: You know, I just compete, you know, my mentality tonight was compete, you know, go outside, you know, win the game. You know, but that don't happen today. I mean, I can say much about
5: it. How did you you feel physically in that inning? Same as the others or?
4: Yeah, pretty good. You know, like like you guys can see, you know, I was throwing my best pitch. I was throwing hard, you know, but I don't know what happened there.
5: You feel like maybe you got some bad luck because Segura's hit and then Marsh was trying to bunt two strikes. They wanted to get an out there. Do you feel like maybe you got a little bit of misfortune, too?
4: Yeah, maybe. You know, I mean a lot of things happened tonight, you know, a lot of self contact, you know, a lot of bad move, you know. I mean ball, I mean, we don't have to feel bad about it, you know, we got more time to, to compete. Up until that point,
0: how did you think you were pitching? Just it where would it stack up? Obviously, you've had some really good games, but you were
4: cruising. You had a very low pitch count. How did you feel before that point? Great, you know, man. I was doing a pretty good job, you know, since the first inning, you know, inning by inning, I was going to the mouth, you know, attacking. He didn't throw my best stuff, you know but I mean? Like I say, I don't know what happened there. You know, I gotta see sit, see sit in my locker tomorrow. You know, watch some video and see what happened.
3: When you see four hits in a row, you, you, that does make you think maybe you were doing something that potentially they picked up on.
4: Yeah, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Because I believe too much in my stuff, you know, and I know what I got. I mean, I gotta, like I said, I gotta watch the video and see what happens.
1: What did Mel say to you when he came up to the mound in in that eighth inning?
4: You no, know, he just came every time, you know, to try to give me a little time, you know. But he told me every time, every time, to throw my best pitch. How
0: did you feel physically? You had a, a bit of extra rest because of the off days. How did, you, did you feel like you had more in you, in the tank,
4: or? Yeah, yeah, great. You know, I mean, every time I got off day, you know, I gotta. Rest the month that came, you know, because, I mean, I got to take up of the off day.
1: That was Marlon's starting pitcher, Sandy Alcantara, after uh, a really stunning development there in the eighth inning last night. Six hits. Sandy allowed three runs on six hits. Let's hear from his skipper, Donnie, afterwards.
3: Skip uh, beat Sandy to only two
5: hits through seven. How shocking was that eighth inning? Yeah, it was a little shocking, you know, uh, again, his I mean, everything really pretty much smooth sailing all day. looked like he was easy, easy VLO today. He didn't see anything forced, um, uh, kind of cruising right through there, pitch count in a good spot. And, you know, all of a sudden that little roller down the line and mm-hmm. the floodgates open. So, uh, yeah, it was a little shocking.
3: You gave him a chance to get out of it. He nearly did.
5: Yeah. You know, obviously he almost gets the double, we get the double play ball on that, on the liner to MIG, um, you know, but then they kept coming. Baum gets the hit and, and extends it and gets it to JT, and he gets, you know, they kind of jumped him early that that inning. Sort of jumped him the whole game. and
3: It was actually working probably to his advantage for most of the game.
5: Yeah, they did try to, you know, a lot of teams will try to do it, but it's all of a sudden that inning, it seemed to work. You know, they, they get him with a couple different, you know, um, a couple different guys' games before gets him. It, he gets him. So
3: yeah. Then you look at little things. You know, you probably wouldn't even thought of this one, but in the, in the top of that eighth, the Miggy gets picked off there, and it turns out to be uh, kind of a critical play. Well, It'll cost you probably cost you a run.
5: Well, it definitely costs us a run, but it's it's one of those things. you are trying to when we're trying to get an extra base. We're trying to get a run. And we end up getting an extra run uh, in that inning with JJ's you know Coop and JJ back to back doubles. Uh, at that point, you feel a little better, right? To give him a, you know, an extra run, uh, you, you feel like you you've kind of got him for nine. If, if everything goes good in the eighth, um, yeah, and then just all of a sudden, mm. like you said kind of shocking there mm. in, the, in the eighth. You,
1: you kind of touched on it, but for it all for everything involved, that to start with a triple not like one of the hard hit balls or anything, for to start with a play like that for that be the play that caused a floodgates to start opening.
5: Yeah, and and, um, and we've seen other games that, you know, those kind of hits don't turn into that. They don't have to turn into that. Um, but, yeah, tonight, it you know, it's it's kind of how it started, you know, just Segura kind of hanging in there and battling and kind of rolling over the top of a ball and, and getting a break.
1: What were you
0: seeing, I guess, body language from him in that inning? It seemed like, you know, usually mm-hmm. he's very cool, but I don't know
5: what's the game. Oh, I'm sure he's frustrated as the thing kept, you know, kept going, um, but – you know, we don't see anything. I think Mel went out one time just to kind of slow him down a little bit. Um, but as much as anything, you know, Sandy's competing, and I know he's frustrated, obviously, that it, that it gets away like that. Oh,
0: I guess what does it say, too? I guess while that rally's happening, it, you know, like their crowd is getting really into it, it almost has like this play. you know, like the sense of urgency. They know the ace is on the mound. There's a rallying mountain.
5: No, I think it's Philly uh, for sure. It's it's at one of those places they, you know, the fans here get loud of been involved with some games that are you know probably bigger than this one in this building and it does definitely get loud and so you kind of you know you expect it um but you know sandy's obviously able capable of handling that only
3: got two off Syndergaard, but yeah i thought you had a lot of hard contact and pretty good takes overall
5: would you yeah think? i thought we were okay yeah i thought yeah. guys had some some good at bats in there um again you know we're a we we're scratching and fighting all the time for every run we get. So, uh, you know, you feel good about that game. Really getting the ball that getting that deep and and having a couple run lead with Sandy on the mound. That's the kind of games we play, and those are the ones that you know we got to win.
1: That was Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the Marlins 4-3 setback to the Philadelphia Phillies last night. Miami now 49-61, and while the Phillies are 62-48. and Game three of this series comes your way at one oh five this afternoon. Edward Fabrera gets the ball from Miami. He'll go opposite of the veteran right-hander Kyle Gibson. We'll hit the air at 12.30 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you'll find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation. Nation.
0: Okay.